Hey, what's happening, everybody? Welcome back to the Mental Health Casual Podcast. I'm your host, Lucky, and today, you know what we're doing. We're doing the anti-psychiatry subreddit. But before we get into that, if any of you guys are new here, first off, welcome. This is basically what I do. I just go to different subreddits that have anything to do with mental health and try and give some generalized advice and try and learn something new. But I am by no means a professional, so feel free to take my advice with a grain of salt or apply it to your life however you see fit. Almost combine. Oh, I was about to say, I almost combined apply with two different words in that combine, and I forgot what the other one was. But uh, either way, uh, now that we've gotten past the intro, um, I was actually going to release a video today. I, I felt like it would have just been a really rushed, so um, I'll probably shoot it for Tuesday. See how that goes. Um, I, I didn't want to go two weeks without a video, but you know it is what it is. Um, plus, I feel like uh, a lot of the people on the podcast are more. Um, uh, since I do a lot more work on the podcast, I, I just feel like, you know, I should probably lean into it a little bit more either way. Uh, I've got some interesting posts here, kind of, uh, let, let's start off real simple here. Uh, first off, um, hopefully you guys have been having a great week. Sorry about the lateness on this. I was, uh, uh, doing a, a couple things in the morning, including shooting that video. Unfortunately, like I said, it, uh, didn't, uh, didn't uh, come to fruition to release it uh, on time. So, uh, yeah, either way. Uh, first post over here. On a scale of 1 to 10, how accurate would you describe the science involved in psychiatry? How would you rate it? <clears throat> huh, okay. Um, I think that I would rate it around a seven. I would like to say seven. I think I think a seven would be accurate, um, but it still gives a lot of room to, uh, and this is, this is, uh, this is, okay, this, this is the problem, right, is for me, at least, you know, what I've seen is that ever since the pandemic, science has become a religion. And not a religion with like a like a something to uh, worship. It, it became people worship, which I don't think is that great. Uh, you know, I don't think it's really great. Obviously, I come from a Christian background, so that would be idolatry, uh, worshiping uh, false idols, and all that kind of stuff. Um, I'm not saying that the sci that science is bad by any means. I think actually, um, believe it or not, I think science and religion go very very well. Um, I think sci science is very necessary for our um, expansion into, um, you know, different uh, different environments. Without science, we wouldn't have had the, the airplane. We wouldn't be able to, you know, I wouldn't be able to go back and forth between Texas and California, you know, for, what, $300, you know? <laughs> you know, and I think science has done a lot of great things. I think we just have to be careful because with, uh, with, with uh, science comes the ability to question, you know? Science is science because you can question it. You can say, "Hey, um, uh, you know, the, uh, you know, I, I, I don't think this is true. Where's your evidence?" Right. That's the next part. Where, where is the evidence? Um, let me give you like a quick uh, definition. Uh, science. Uh, by the way, this is, I just looked this up on Yahoo. So, random. You know, the the first thing that comes up. Science: the systematic study of the structure and behavior of the physical and natural world through observation, experimentation, and the testing of theories against the evidence obtained. That last part, look at that last part. And the testing of theories against the evidence obtained. So if, if something doesn't, if a theory does not match with um, physical evidence, then uh, 
you know, then, uh, then it's, it's, it, you know, if it doesn't, in other words, if it doesn't survive scrutiny, then it's not true. And, you know, the, the thing is, you should be able to pose a question or pose a, an argument against anything out there that is scientific, you know, and, and by the way, I, that includes religion. You're more than welcome to scrutinize, uh, you know, different religious beliefs. I did that too. And that's why I eventually came to Christianity. I'll, I'm not going to talk about that on this podcast, but either way, um, uh, you know, you, you should, if somebody's telling you not to ask questions in something that you, uh, that, that, that's a big commitment for you or something like that. It's not, uh, you definitely want to ask more questions. Well, why don't you want me to ask questions? Why don't, uh, I get to talk about this. The only reason why I say this is because it seems like, uh, a lot of people have just gone on the, the scientific cult, so to speak. Now, once again, psychiatry, I, I believe, right. I could be wrong. I believe it saved my life. I believe that it, it showed me, uh, you know, what was going wrong, um, showed me a lot of things I should be careful of because of the way that my, you know, brain is wired, which it turns out to be true. It turned out to be true. And I came to the same, uh, a lot of the same conclusions when I, uh, started reading the Bible. Right. So they actually matched up pretty well. Um, so I think you have to be very careful about, um, completely, and this is the problem with the anti-psychiatry community if you're all in, right? And this is the problem. You have to be open to evidence. You have to be open to the evidence um, that is presented before you. And I, I, you know, in my opinion, I think that psychiatry is a net good, meaning like overall, I think it's good. Um, but as I said, a seven out of 10, that's not like great. I, I would, I might even do a 6.5. I'm not completely sure. In my own experience, uh, against you know what uh, people have told you know like like anecdotal stuff, that's what gave that that's what gave me like the the seven or the six point five. Um, but overall, I think it's a net positive. Um, now, I was just reading something earlier today that was kind of interesting. I'm not going to go into it or anything like that. But one of the things that it mentioned was uh, a, a good amount of pe- men, in particular, who pass away do have no mental health history meaning like they've never been hospitalized uh and a lot of what happens to them is uh relational so um a serious breakup divorce uh i, I forgot what the other one was i think it was some type of big life-changing event so I, the way i interpreted that was like maybe a draw a job like they lost their job or something like that um but it, it does you know, it does make you ask a real big question. Like, you know, if, if those people had been diagnosed beforehand, would they have survived? I, I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. I'm just bringing these, these these questions up to you to, you know, for you guys to ponder as well. And I, that's why I love about doing these anti-psychiatry Saturdays is it does give us a chance to ask questions. Um, and, you know, the more you, uh, the more we demonize the community and the more they, the, this community demonizes, um, excuse me, the, the more that this community demonizes, um, uh, you know, the, 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 the psychiatry community, I, I don't think, uh, I, I think they're going to become more, even more targeted, unfortunately. Uh, and I think we have to be careful of that. So anyway, um, let's go to the next post over here. So once again, I gave you my, my score there. Do you think all psychiatrists are bad people or do you think the people in the field are just misguided individuals? In your opinion, what do you think? So I don't think that, that, psychiatrists are bad people and i don't think they're misguided uh, i think they 
they read the they read the the science scientific literature. I mean, you have to realize, like a psychiatrist, uh, um, you know, just like any doctor, there's a lot of work that goes into. I don't know. I don't know what the years would be. I feel like a, a like. To be honest with you, I still feel like a a, um, a physical doc, like a general practitioner or something like that. A, do a doctor still need, probably takes more time to go to school. I don't know that for sure. That's just my guess. Um, but uh, I just think that uh, I, I don't think that they're completely misguided. I think that's once again, you have to kind of look at things, and this is where I think the um, the importance of um, critical thinking is it, it, it needs to be there just because something is scientifically proven. You cannot just let your guard down on things. I think there's always going to be an exception to things. I think it's always going to be uh, something that slips through the cracks. And I think we have to be careful about um, letting our guard down when it, when it comes to those things, um, whether it be, um, you know, somebody having a negative reaction to, um, to psychiatric, uh, psychiatric drugs any anything like that um i i just think that uh i i once again i had a very positive you know experience with it um if somebody has uh, had a, a terrible experience with it i'd love to know I, I the only person that i can think of off the top of my head would be a gentleman named uh, uh paul that i had on the uh podcast a long time ago uh he does a youtube channel called uh about a, a the morning mist 99 above and beyond schizophrenia i think is what it is um and he had a, a, a you know a little about where you know when he was taking the anti uh, sorry anti psychiatric drugs uh the, yeah well the psychiatric drugs uh one of the things that happened to him he was driving and all of a sudden he for some reason like he was driving about 40 miles per hour and hit the the um the emergency brake because he thought he was parked so this is while he was driving. So once again, he was driving at 40 miles per hour, hit the emergency brake because he thought he was parked. And when he went to go look uh, look at the, because he'd never done that before. And this is, you know, this is a schizophrenic person. So, uh, and when he looked at the drugs, uh, one of the things that they had mentioned, the doctor had failed to mention this. Uh, one of the things that it mentions on the bottle is, uh, uh, one of the side effects is confusion. Um, and by the way, that's going to be with, I think that's, because you have to also understand, right, with psychiatric antipsychotics, uh, anti with antidepressants, there is a chance that they could make things worse. And this is just my own opinion. Um, it kind of reminds me of like ven uh, anti-venom, right? Um, in order to get anti-venom, you have to use venom. So you have to fight those two things. So it can be dangerous and also good in, in that sense. Um, but I also think that uh, since it targets that particular part of the brain, I feel like there can be some, uh, you know, if, it, if it's misdiagnosed or uh, who knows, you know, there, there's so many things that we just don't know. Uh, and we, you know, that, that's, that's, I think it's important to, to remember, right? There's a lot of things that you don't know. So asking questions and, and, you know, say, you know, making sure that you remember that you're an autonomous being, I think is really important. Um, but, other unfortunate part is a lot of the people that are in that are um, patients of this field. Well, they don't exactly. They might not have autonomy. Paul's a good example. He his mother had to take um, ownership of him. I don't know exactly how to say that, but she became his like legal guardian again. So he, you know, he couldn't uh, do certain things without her approval. Is basically what happened. Even even uh, at an older age, 
And, you know, which was great for him because he probably would have done a lot of things that would have hurt him in the long run. So once again, I don't think psychiatric, uh, sorry, psychiatrists are bad people. I don't think they're completely misguided. Um, I do think that sometimes we can let, and by the way, I'm just saying this is a general rule to everybody. We can let our guard down and um, all of a sudden not scrutinize something. And, you know, for people that maybe come in, you know, be like, well, you know, you're a Christian. You don't scrutinize anything in the Bible. No, actually, I scrutinize things on a, on a daily basis. <laughs> so I read the Bible every day and I'm always like, is that really true? Like, I've, I, you know, my, my, my pastor gave a sermon. I'm like, ah, it says in the Bible, but I don't like I have like I trust I trust God. But also at the same time, I'm still like trying to figure out, like, hmm, does this make sense? How does this make sense? How can I apply this to my life? Right. Why is it this way? Um, and obviously, you know, there has to be a little bit of giving and taking and all that kind of stuff. But ultimately, um, I think you should be able to scrutinize things. I just think that's uh, that's important. But also, you shouldn't uh, let that um, that scrutinization process, or in other words, uh, paralysis of analysis, stop you from taking action to better yourself. So I think that's also important. Um, next post over here. It's all horribly unfair, isn't it? We shouldn't have to censor ourselves, censor our thoughts, our emotions, our reactions, censor everything that makes us sorry makes us us for fear of someone saying a very human part. I was, sorry, for fear of see, someone seeing a very human part of you as a symptom. I hate that we do. I hate that I do. I hate that we're forced to in a world where all will ever be seen as is sick. Uh, I envy the ones that never had contact uh, with this system, the ones that can live their lives without everyone seeing them as fundamentally and irreparably flawed. I wish I had that. I wish I could just be. Excuse me. So, uh, very interesting post. I, and I think this comes back to the freedom of speech idea, right? Um, we, you know, if you say a lot of the, what these people are saying um, in real life, I, you'd probably get a lot of head turns. Um, you know, like, dude, that guy's crazy, right? Um, personally, I, I do think some of it is a little overblown. I do think that some of it uh, lacks a little bit, lacks like actual evidential foundation it's more of an uh, more of an anecdotal not th not not saying that we should completely throw away anecdotes or or uh, individual stories but you need uh, you need a good amount of evidence to kind of prove something so um but censor our thoughts and our emotions there is something to that though we should remember that okay when we we have to remember we are social beings right I'll give you give you an example right if you are in a particular environment, you probably should censor yourself. If you're around a bunch of little kids, you probably shouldn't be swearing like a sailor. If you are around somebody who uh, is going through a tough time, well, maybe right now isn't the perfect time to give advice uh, un to an unwilling person, right? So there is something about censoring yourself or filtering out. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Maybe I'm looking at it more like a filter, and maybe that's not exactly what this person means. So I apologize if I read that wrong. But um, I would have to ask this person: What are you talking about? What do you what What are you trying to censor? Is it right? Because you have to ask the question: Is it are, like are you seeing hallucinations that aren't there? Um, you know, and are they telling you th to do things that you know you don't uh, you shouldn't be doing? How about that? 
give you an example. One of my auditory hallucinations that came up a lot, and you know, for not for the faint of heart, was obviously suicide. It was that that was it, it was in my head for years. Um, uh, just on and off. It would just come on and off. Uh, I think when I started when I was maybe about maybe like five months before I got hospitalized, uh, my senior year of high school, it just came on out of nowhere. And it just became like, I, it became a literal voice because I gave it so much power. And also I was such a person, I, I was a person that was always in my head all the time that it was difficult for me to to not give that thing so much power. Because, you know, if I'm in my head all the time, well, that thing's in my head, right? Like always going. So if I'm not busy, then all of a sudden that thing pops up. So I didn't have a lot of uh, structural or foundational uh, mental health knowledge at that point. So it's very difficult for me. Anyway, um, yeah, I, like like I said, I think there there is an important uh, distinction between uh, knowing, you know, being uh, sociable, right? and completely changing yourself right like i I don't think somebody should change their fundamental makeup unless you know it is uh detriment to society like if it's truly detrimental you know should murderers be able to murder people you know sorry i just i saw a bunch of different jeffrey dahmer stuff and was thinking about that off the top of my head um but uh i haven't watched the show yet but uh, either way, right? Like should murder, you know, but that that's a fundamental, they would probably say that's a fundamental part of themselves, right? If you think about uh, what was that show? Dexter, right? I don't know if you guys have ever seen Dexter, but it's all about a guy who has the urge to kill and his, his uh, adoptive father figures this out. He's a cop and he's like, hey, listen, okay, this is how we clean up. This is how we we know how to find you. This is how we know this and that. So you don't want to um, do this. So he basically teaches them to do you know what he's doing but also to do it to bad people right which is also not okay you know they don't get a court date they don't get any of that stuff they don't get a fair trial um this guy just goes out and murders them and not because he's a good guy just because his father basically you know pointed him toward you know pointed his uh his tendencies towards that so um either way uh i i just think that uh we have to be careful about assigning certain attributes to to like our our quote-unquote true self okay uh let's do one more and this is just i'm just gonna read the tldr uh i'm not this is a pretty long one here um not super long but a little bit longer than we have time for uh this is the next post here self-awareness and exaggeration or anxiety about your symptoms will lead to overdiagnosis tldr if you want to visit a professional and receive treatment i hope it's mild though and i hope you're visiting a therapist not a psychiatrist Try to focus on the main problem rather than mentioning every single wrong thing with you. It gets professionals overwhelmed and feel like you have a huge problem. Well, in reality, they're everyday mistakes. That's actually not. Uh, that's actually not a bad. Uh, that's not too bad. Um, I, I would. I would uh, also say that it's also on the the side of the professional to filter those things out because obviously. When you're hearing somebody talk about things, you have to kind of uh, read between the lines sometimes, right? I'm not trying to say that, you know, everybody has an ulterior motive, but if somebody's saying a bunch of things, uh, frantic, I'll give you an example, right? I was dealing with this the other day. I'm not going to say what the situation was, but I was dealing with, with a situation where this, you know, I was talking to this dude and all of a sudden he is just screaming at the top of his lungs and, you know, saying all this stuff. 
And I, I, I'm not going to say, like I said, I'm not going to say what the situation was or anything like that, but um, I knew, I knew it was Coke. I knew it was cocaine. I knew it was not him talking. Um, and so when I figured that out, I had to be a little bit, I had to change the way that I approached this person and I had to, but, but I realized that was the root of the pro the problem that was going on with him. He was, uh, you know, under the influence of something. Right. So I think that's important to, excuse me, I think that's important to, to look at. I think that's important to, uh, remember, you know, if somebody is saying off a bunch of things, um, you should probably as a professional, and this is what I'm just saying from my own experience, this is what happened to me. Um, the, the therapist would usually listen and then they would try and hone in on something. Example, when I saw three different, uh, psycho psychologists, uh, clinical psychologists in the, um, in the uh, intensive care unit, uh, the psych ward, one thing that kept coming up was my father. Well, they would share notes between each other. Obviously, it's confidential, but between, you know, in that hospital, they, they shared notes and all that kind of stuff, right? So it, uh, it became clear, oh, something's going on with your father, you know, even though what I was saying was, I'm afraid of roller coasters. Uh, you know, I have this girlfriend that I don't deserve. I, I, I'm trying, by the way, this is just me trying to remember what I said to them. It's been like, it's been like 11 years. So a little hard to remember everything, but you know, just certain things like that. Um, and then, you know, every other sentence was, oh yeah, my dad, uh, didn't like that. I was going to community college instead of a, a, a university, all that kind of stuff. Right. So they deducted from that, that there's a, there's a, there's, there's something here. Right. Um, and yeah, like I said, I just think that, uh, we have to be careful about listening to somebody just to diagnose them. I think, for me, you need to listen to somebody more than just an hour to diagnose them with something. You really need to get to know them. Uh, I don't know how many hours, like I wouldn't put a minimum on it, but uh, yeah, like I said, I wouldn't put a minimum on it, but I, I definitely wouldn't say after one visit. You know, like there, like I said, there's some cases where like uh, when, when I was dealing with that person who was on cocaine, figured it out pretty easily uh you know with, with internal issues it's a little bit harder to tell so like i said i don't like the idea of uh, diagnosing somebody in in one visit unless it's like a um like a, a really intense like you know you go to the emergency room for it which is what happened to me so either way guys uh what do you guys all think once again you can check out all things casual at the link tree in the info box also, if you'd like to email me, you can email me at mentalhealthcasual at gmail.com. Uh, also, the uh, anti-psychiatry subreddit will be in the info box as well. But as always, guys, don't forget to keep it casual.